Uh, yeah, he gon' need a medical nurse. Yeah, crippin' off his head, I know it hurt. Yeah, mud pie making me dirt. Yeah, we gon' need some steel for these curves. We got black and gold killers on your turf. That's black and gold killers on your turf. Stiller Nation, what's going on? This your man, Cat Vizzy. Welcome to a new episode of Stills for 7 Podcast, episode 72. You already know, man. We got the Broncos up next. It ain't been looking too good this year. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to DeAndre from the Stiller chat. We recapped the first quarter of the, of the season. First four games is in. Now it's time to improve. Time to do way better. We need to. We must. <laughs> we must, man. But we got the Broncos coming up. It, it, and, you know, before I even get into the Broncos, we kind of have, like, some good luck going our way, man, and some unfortunate good luck. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he got hurt. And last night, Russell Wilson messed his finger up, and he's out for a couple weeks. So he's definitely going to be out in our game. But I'll get to that when I need to get to that. We need to attack this game right here versus the Denver Broncos. After a tough week, man, you know, a lot of chaos and still a nation, still a nation is divided. It's fine. It happens, man. It happens when your team isn't doing too well. The organization... Well, not really the organization, more so the fans. You know, they start going with their emotions. Start, some go with their brain, some go with their heart. You know, some just <laughs> bandwagoners, man. So they just do what everyone else is doing. But it's going to be okay, y'all. We can right the ship with this week against the Denver Broncos, who will be missing Teddy Bridgewater. So we get a, a little taste of Drew Locke. You know, Teddy Bridgewater came in there and took Drew Locke's job. And it has to be reason to it. We have to show everyone why Drew Locke lost his job to Teddy Bridgewater. We can't go out there and make it look like the Broncos made a mistake by not starting Drew Locke over Teddy Bridgewater. You know, and, and on top of that, man, they, the Denver Broncos have a 3-1 record, you know, we have to beat teams that have good records. That, I think that was, if say if we beat the Broncos this week, I believe that win will feel like two wins because we beat a team that's three and one. We got a win. We got one in the win column, and we got some momentum going into a Seattle Seahawk team. Who, granted, when Geno Smith came in, he he. He was making some good plays, but he is not Russell Wilson and not to be confused as Russell Wilson. So, you know, we might catch a break and we might see a Seahawk team that's that's looking vulnerable and might attack and uh, pretty much get a dub there. But it's a lot of, even though Teddy Bridgewater isn't playing, it's a lot of guys to look out for. It's a little. It's, it's still a talented team. Defense is still solid. 
with our offensive struggles, questions will be answered. Did our offense take the next step? Or are they going to be vulnerable <laughs> to the defense of the Broncos and their pass rush, who is still solid? If you think about the Denver Broncos, by now you should think about pass rush and good coverage. That's what you should think about when you think of the Denver Broncos. That kind of been their thing since their Super Bowl year. Maybe even a couple years before that. But that's kind of like their identity, man. So our offense is going to have to be mistake-free. Mistake-free. See, I didn't say efficient first. I had to say mistake-free because we cannot turn the ball over. The one game that our offense did not turn the ball over, we won the game. We won the game. Let's keep that thing going. But we're going to go into this Denver Broncos game missing a couple pieces ourselves. We're going to be down. And these one is more significant than the other, but they're both of them great in their own right. So to me, these are great. These are significant losses for this game. Wide receiver James Washington who came in for Chase Claypool, who was down, James Washington was able to show a couple things and show teams that, hey, when he's free, when he's a free agent, we should go get that guy. We can, He can be our number one, maybe. You know, that's James Washington. But unfortunately, James Washington is number four on the depth chart. So us losing to him, it's not a big deal in that room. It's a big deal as far as his talent, but it's not a big deal as far as the insurance we have and four other guys that's capable of, you know, making things happen. And Chase Claypool, Juju, Smith-Schuster, um, Ray-Ray McLeod, um, Deontay Johnson, you know. And if Cody White get a hat, he's another guy. So, And also, this one right here is significant. Cornerback. Cameron Sutton. Oh, man. Cameron Sutton. He's going to be out. He's another guy. Uh, growing. He's part of the growing crew. <sighs> James Washington's a part of the growing, too, growing crew, too. So, you know, I, I must add him as well. But, yeah, James Washington and Cameron Sutton is not playing. Also... Carlos Davis and Rashard Coward, it was limited in practice on Friday. But they're not good enough to go, so they'll be out as well. We haven't had Carlos Davis in about three games, so it's kind of more the same with him. And Rashard Coward was a, a, a backup guy who him being out isn't as significant as a Cameron Sutton would be. But, you know, if you're a player that get in, you get work, you get snaps, you being out is significant. But we're going to go into this game beat up, too. Because you know Big Ben, he's suffering from from a couple, couple of things. Hip, his pet, his age. You know, salute to Ben, man. Salute to Ben. When, once he retires, man, still a nation. I want everyone to just take time out and really appreciate what he what he brought to this organization, man. But as of right now, he's old <laughs> and he's dealing with old problems. Offensive lineman Chooks, 
the concussion. He's starting to work himself back. Uh, he actually was a full participant on Friday, um, as well as Kevin Dobson, as, as well as Trey Turner, who was kind of sick during the week. Cameron Hayward, Cam Hayward with a neck, full participant. Juju Smith-Schuster, full participant with the ribs. And Chase Claypool with the same thing. And this is actually news to me. Um, according to Coach Vic Fangio, if I said his name wrong, Hopefully, you know, we beat them, so I don't have to learn it. Uh, he said Teddy Bridgewater took first-team reps as a full participant in practice on Friday. Now, he hasn't been fully cleared from the concussion protocol, but he's questionable for Sunday. So that right there put me at, okay, maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's 50-50. Questionable. But if Teddy Bridgewater come back in and he's good enough, he's cleared to go, then, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to have to just make sure we play mistake-free football, make sure we get to him, and, you know, we do the damn thing, man. But right now the Broncos only got one guy that's listed as out. That's tight end. That's their tight end, Albert. Uh, ooh. Oakwaybenam. <laughs> Y'all look that up, man. Y'all look that up. Other guys that's on the list that's questionable. Cortland Sutton, um, receiver. Pretty. I, I like him. I like his game. He's pretty good. Pastor Tane, rookie, stud. Um, Deontay Spencer, not too versed on him. I don't really know too much about him. Melvin. Ang excuse me, Melvin Ingram. <laughs> Shout out to Melvin Ingram. But Melvin Gordon with a lower leg, he's questionable. And then, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. So it's not like they're going in there with a full team, full go. Their injury list is just as long as ours. It's the NFL, so the injury list will be like that. You know, their list is a little bit longer than ours when it comes to Friday, but needless to say, <laughs> it's a list. So we uh, have to just hope for the best, hope the guys are able to suck it up, if you will. Don't try to suck it up too much, because if you try to suck it up too much, that means you probably shouldn't be playing and you shouldn't play. You know? But I ain't going to say don't collect your money. You know? uh, so I'm going to just move on. <laughs> I'm going to move on from that, man. I'm going to move on from that. Ah, uh, man. If I'm looking at this game, going into, you know, the preseason, like I said, we did a little preview, a little prediction on episode 65 of all the NFL games we have this season. And I believe I had us winning the Broncos game, right? <laughs> But this game is tough, man, because you're going to have to deal. Like, it's, it's real tough. Like it's, I'm not really interested in our defense versus their offense. I'm interested in the game, of course. But all, all, all defense going against their offense 
it's I'm kind of expecting our defense to win that, right? So I'm not really too intrigued in the matchup. But I'm my 100% focus will be on our offense versus their defense because yes, they have Von Miller, and Von Miller is not looking like somebody that um, was about to get released that they claim was going to get released soon. <laughs> Von Miller is looking pretty good. Uh, you got a couple other guys over there. Like I said, man, um, and their secondary is a secondary. All right, name Patrick Satane. They got a couple other guys over there that can make things happen. Our offensive line, I feel like the Green Bay game was their best game. So I'm interested in seeing if they can build on that. Really build on it. I don't really want them to play as good as the Green Bay game because if they end up playing as good, as the you know the Green Bay game, uh, uh, it's not. I don't know, man. That means they're not really moving as good as they were in the first four games. I need to see improvement. They improved every game, so I want them to play better than they played in the Green Bay game. I want us to be able to see Najee get five, six, seven, eight yards. You know, instead of three, four, five, and me just being satisfied with him getting four. You know, so hopefully we'll see some more. We'll see something better. And we don't really have to worry about that. Um, Can we get the tight ends involved? I would like to see more Pat Fryer move. Um, I would like to see more Eric Ebron. Yeah, still a nation I know. Eric, Eric Ebron drops a lot of passes. But when he catches the ball, the dude makes plays. The dude makes plays. So even having him out there, like, say the the defense will never give up on Eric Ebron and say, yo, we're going to leave him open because he's too dynamic as an athlete after the catch, you know? So still use Eric Ebron. We need to use our tight ends a whole lot more, man. We need to really, when it comes to these options, (laughs) I know everybody wants Ben to throw it downfield, but – if he's only throwing it down the field towards the sidelines, it's really not. It's really a waste of time. We need some. We need to get them tight ends in the middle. We need the 15 yards, 20 yards, all of that, and get Juju in part of that. A part of that too. Big Ben missed on Juju two plays. One you could say was on Juju. One you could say is on Ben. Me personally, I feel I'm gonna just blame Ben twice because. <laughs> Ben said it himself in practice, like in practice, he'll purposely throw bad balls just to kind of help the defense out, right? I never really liked when he said that because I'm like, you practice how you play. So, you know, when you see some of these bad passes to the receivers, it kind of look like bad passes he'll do on quote-unquote purpose in practice. So... Hopefully that that get tightened up because, like, it's not like Ben is hitting the guys and they're dropping it. It's not it's not going like that this year. Last year it was more so of that. Like, yeah, these guys are just dropping it. This year, Ben's is not getting it there. Like Deontay Johnson hasn't dropped the pass yet, and he led the league in drops last year. Like guys put the work in there after this offseason, dropping balls like crazy. They put the work in. Now they just need OG to deliver it on time, man. And I believe 
if we're able to st- establish the run, which will be difficult with this Broncos D-line and, you know, they front. But at the same time, we can make something happen, man. If we're able to do something, man. I don't want too much trickery and flash where it's like, yo, we had to resort to this type of play just to get three, five, seven yards. Nah. Let's have some controlled offense where after we score, not even a field goal, after we score a touchdown, when it's time for the offense to come back on the field, we're ready to go, and we're not looking to find ourselves in the game. We already know where we're at. It's time to lay down the law. Can we do that? Come on, man. 60 minutes. It's a five-star matchup because we in it. If you're from my era, man, of the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, man, if you're my era, you already know what's up, man. Shout out to uh, Mike Tomlin. Shout out to <laughs> James Ferrier, man. You know, um, guys around that era, man. It's a five-star matchup because we in it. And I'm, matter of fact, that might have been Bill Cowher. That was era, my fault. <laughs> but I get the point, man. We got to start playing like our name. Like, yeah, the, the older Pittsburgh Steelers fans, you listening to this, you saying, young buck, we 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 were pretty bad in the 80s, man. We wasn't too we wasn't too good. Well, I'm sorry to tell you tell you this, OGs, ladies and gentlemen, of that experienced that. I did. <laughs> you know, I experienced uh a little bit of Kendrick, I mean, excuse me, <laughs> Cardell Stewart, a little bit of Tommy Maddox, and Big Ben. The Big Ben era. That spoiled me and the Stiller fans like me and the Stiller fans that's younger than me. It's they're even worse because they don't know anything about losing they're outside of, you know, playoffs and whatnot. But that's like any given Sunday type of things. So they get over that. Whereas like, yeah, man, it's any, it just wasn't our day. But we won all year. This just wasn't our day today. You know, so this, the younger crowd, they kind of get it. But. Still the fans, this, this, everything going to be good, man. I feel totally confident. I may not sound like it in my voice, but because I don't want y'all to listen to me right now and say, yo, this guy is just being hopeful. He's wishful. Everything is wishful thinking. And it's not even that. It's not that at all. Like, I'm not, I'm not wishful thinking. Like, I'm not wishing we do anything well. I'm just saying, like... It is early in the season. The first quarter happened. Normally, the first quarter, some teams, they find themselves quicker than others. Some teams don't find themselves yet. They have to wait the next month. But if you don't find yourself by the next month, which is the month we're in now, in these next four games, for really five weeks, because um, week seven is our bye week, really by the bye week, if we haven't found our identity or how we're going to attack these games, it's, it, that's when it's like, all right, guys, what are we going to do? It's decision time. We're not benching Big Ben. Um, as mad as I am about Big Ben, I haven't once said that Big Ben should get benched for uh, Mason or, you know, Dwayne Haskins. I did say this, though. I said the way Ben was playing in Green Bay, if they happened to pull him and put in Mason Rudolph, we will probably have an instant spark. I did say that. 
but I didn't say we should bench Ben going forward. Big Ben has done too much for this team, too much for the organization, for that to happen. They what like they're not gonna do it to Tom Brady. The Lakers didn't do it with Kobe. You know, um, the Spurs didn't do it with Tim Duncan. Yankees with Jeter. Uh, Boston with Big Poppy. Like, it, it, like it's it's certain things, man. It's like, nah, we're not going to disrespect you like that. You you've done a lot, but I believe that the organization and Big Ben knows that this place could, if this type of play continues, there's no even no point of even thinking about next year. Me personally. There is no reason for Big Ben to come back next year. Uh-uh. Let's 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 try to let's say rebuild without rebuilding. Cause we already have the kids. We have the rest of the kids on the team growing together. We just need a centerpiece. And this week, the Aaron Rodgers stuff step still kept coming out. Like Aaron Rodgers to Pittsburgh. I've seen a lot of Aaron Rodgers in Pittsburgh, Steelers jerseys, colors. Now, I feel low-key disrespected because I'm like, yo, Aaron Rodgers is about as old as Ben. The issue I have with Ben is that Ben is old. Aaron Rodgers is old, too. But granted, Aaron Rodgers can still sling that thing, you heard? He can still throw that rock. But it's like, why have Aaron Rodgers for a year or two when if we gonna do something like that, we might as well score all out for Deshaun Watson. Now, it's a lot of mixed reviews, and I ain't gonna lie, I talked to a lot of people about Deshaun Watson. Males, females. You know, I talked to a lot of people. And I haven't really found that many people that's saying I don't want Deshaun Watson on my team. But all of them is saying we need to get Deshaun Watson, but not the not to like basically start over Ben right now. But everyone is pretty much saying for next year. And when I say everyone, I I literally probably talked to like eight nine people, right? But that's a good enough amount of people where they say, okay, man, um, all right, Deshaun Watson. They, they people respect Ben. Still, the fans respect Ben. But they still want somebody like Deshaun Watson. Now, think about it, right? The fact that we got Big Ben where we got Big Ben at a number 11, that was my, that was a blessing right there. Because Big Ben was supposed to be top five. Really, he was supposed to go to the, um, the Giants. But y'all already know how that went down. He was supposed to go to the Giants. The whole Eli said, I'm not playing for San Diego, who's L.A. Chargers now. So they say, you know, they did the signing, they did the trade with Eli and Phillip Rivers. Big Ben fell to us, and the rest is history, man. That opportunity is not really going to happen, save, like, we lose the rest of these games. I don't even, like, I see a lot of hype about Malik Willis, but I'm looking at the school he goes to. Respectfully, he goes to Liberty. So I'm like, what type of competition is he really seeing? And it's, like I said, there's no disrespect to his talent or anything like that. But I have to think about that when he's, if we're talking about picking him up and we're in the AFC North, 
where all the teams besides us are three and one. Seriously, if the Cincinnati Bengals had a good offensive line, that'll be another playoff team. I don't think I understand that. Us, our issue is about the same. And on top of that, we having some some we having some weird injuries, man. We having some weird injuries. The contagious is a growing injury that's been going around. It's a growing injury that's been growing around the whole locker room. And I don't I don't like it. I don't like it, man, because that makes me think about the field they practice on, the type of workouts that they have to do. Because I'm like, if all these guys having the same type of energy, I mean, excuse me, all different type of, I mean, the same type of injuries, it has to be something going on in the facility or at practice, you know? But no one's ever said anything, no one's said anything, and plus... Mike Tomlin knows, man, not to run guys into the ground. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is, like I said, this is a young team. This is a young team, man. So he might he might low-key be running them into the ground this year. If y'all remember that clip I put up, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert in the beginning of the season, that still, that still shot of Mike Tomlin looking at the camera, the face he had, yeah. <laughs> He had that face like, mm, y'all don't know what y'all in for. <laughs> this ain't one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is definitely going to be a difficult one. Not a crazy one, a difficult one. You know, so. Oh, man. I low-key want to hear. <laughs> I low-key want to hear the, the, the prediction from episode 65. Matter of fact, let's get into that real quick. So this is a, a, a one o'clock at at Hinesville. I'm slated to be at this game as well so far. Um, so all right, all right. this energy high again. This is the you know they'll be back. It's the it's October the first game in October. So not only will you have yellow tiles in the stands, you will have pink tiles for the beginning of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Okay, that's, that's so we got that energy going um, back off the road. Um, if you, there'll be even more energized if your prediction comes through and they lose. But I think they'll have a crazy amount of energy if they like. Look, we went in there and be Aaron Rodgers. We about to come in here and whip these these Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The Broncos, I know, like, the casual Steeler fan is like, oh, this is definitely a win. But this is one of those track games. Yeah. This yep. is the first test to see if we really a different team, a different – yeah. it's a different era of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because mm-hmm. the Brown, I mean, excuse me, the Broncos offensively trying to find themselves. They have a nice receiver mm-hmm. court. Running back's okay. But – I think Teddy Bridgewater is they starting quarterback. He beat out Drew yeah. Locke. It's going to be – it's going to be tough for them. I'm not going to lie. Teddy Bridgewater versus the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah. Enough I got to see what kind of situation the, – the benefit is they don't have a lot of film on him with the Broncos offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they, will, they will have a decent amount from week one through four. 
Um, but it's like, right, you know, you that's all you'll, you, that's all you probably will need, but you know, that's it. Um, the good thing for the Broncos anyway. So mm-hmm. you know what Teddy can do, you know he can be mobile uh, when he needs to be, but I still think we could, we could look, if we can handle Lamar Jackson, we can handle any motor, mobile quarterback at this point, right? <laughs> Yeah, Teddy Teddy Bridge, don't hate don't hate Teddy Bridgewater like that. He ain't he ain't running out the gym like Lamar. Yeah, no, he can be. I think he's probably a little scared to be as mobile as he used to be, um, just because of his injuries and stuff. But yeah, Yeah, I think they're gonna struggle on offense, man. I think they're gonna struggle. I think our offense has the potential to struggle because the Broncos still have. A nice defense. Yeah, they may be a above middle pack, probably like between ten, mm-hmm. fifteen when it comes to defense on rating or something like that. Like they might be mm-hmm. that type of team. And it's like if the Steelers don't execute on offense like they're supposed to, to the T, this can be a loss. But I think we're a different team, so we're going to be able to beat this team. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers 28 14. Mm, 14. 28 14. I'm going to go 23 13. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay. 23 13. Kind of similar. Yep. Similar. Cool. Coming back off the road game might be a little slow. But ultimately, everybody's going to have their eyes on next, the next week's game. Why? Why? That man over there. <laughs> it's because a Sunday it ain't night. Sunday night football. These it's kids have a, a lot of these young guys. Oh my God, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Let's get it. Let's go. Four, one, two. Cheer, cheer. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang.
just been healthy, we gravy. Still a game drip, you know same drip. Still piss, we tied with Brady. He's off white, no slim shade. You got Heinz Field, you know we're going crazy. Out Long Beach, you know I'm going crazy. If the gang there, you know I'm going crazy. Banging with me, let him still up top. Juju with the dance, going out the block. All about that bread, devin' at your top. Chris Kane, that's a lot of gangery. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, gang, gang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, 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 bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang, bang, bang. If you steal a gang, then you bang, bang. If you with the team, then you gang, bang. Yeah, you already know what time it is. Yeah, it was funny listening back at that, man. I said that <laughs> the Broncos is the game that's the, that's can be considered a trap game. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. On October 8th, 2021, I, I was kind of right. But I'm right for another reason. It's just, it's just in reverse. We're the trap game. <laughs> We're at the trap game now at one and three going against the three and one Broncos. Can the Broncos beat a team they should beat? Or will the Steelers trap them and get a W? That sounds more legit, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, yeah, man. This is going to be a tough one for sure, man. Uh, we back at Hinesville with it. Hasn't We didn't win at Hinesville. We don't play too good there. Um, it's kind of been like that for the last few years, man. Teams play had I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't want to say if teams have more energy than us when they play in Hinesville, or we might be too relaxed or too relying on. Hey, we're home. This is Hinesville. You know, you got this is ours. Like I don't know what it is, but we have to turn it up at home because we we definitely play better on the road. I see it. The Green Bay game was better than both home games. As bad as Ben was, you know, I, you know, it's, a, it's, it's it is what it is, y'all. Ben was bad, so it's not like I'm bashing him or not. I mean, it wasn't, but you know, as bad as that was, our team as a whole played better than both home games. I'm just saying, man. So we're gonna have to turn this one up. It's one o'clock. We back at one o'clock. Hinesville, like I said, Fox. For those who can't watch it, man, holla at me. Holla at me. Hit my DM. IG, Stills for 7 Podcast. YouTube, Stills for 7 Podcast. Don't really hit me up there. But you can definitely subscribe, like the videos and all that. <laughs> and you can hit me up on Facebook, you know, the Stills for 7 Podcast page. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'll hook you up. Or I'll point you in the right direction. One or two. Three or four. Either way, you're going to have way more opportunities to watch the game than you would if you didn't hit me up. But I'm going to leave that there. Um, Guys, man, if I have to give this one a score, um, as today, if I gave this game a score... 
And I want to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers will win this game. I think the Steelers is capable of winning this game 23-20. to 23-20. 20. It's going to be tough, y'all. It's going to be tough. And I'm only sticking to saying that we're going to win this game because, one, we need to win this game. <laughs> and, two, we need to win this game. So we don't have to do that. Hopefully, Big Ben. We, we have to get through the Broncos and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks is a night game. So we're going to have a little couple. We don't have a couple more hours of rest <laughs> during the week. And then week seven, the bye week. Everyone can rest. Hopefully, we can get people back for this, the Brown game after the bye week. Ooh. Second half of the year going to be crazy, yo. Second quarter already crazy. Our back against the wall. We fighting, we fighting, we fighting, throwing jabs, hooks, a couple uppercuts. You know what I mean? We had a couple bangles. Excuse me, hold on, I got to go back. We had a couple pirates. You know what I'm saying? They they came in. They, they started taking stuff, man. You know? Then after that, we had some we had some bangles come through. We had some tigers come through and start messing up our couches, our living room. Then we went out to Green Bay, you know, because we heard it was green out there. And we got packed up. So now we back. And darn it, somebody done parked their Bronco in Hinesville. And it ain't OJ. So we're going to have to go up in here. we got to let these people know, this is our house. We have to protect it, man. And on top of that, we're going to have to move up because the Cleveland Browns, who the, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Cincinnati Bengals are all, all catching stride. With the problems that they have, uh, with the Ravens, all almost all their running backs went down, still able to win games. The Browns, I'm not too in tune with they're doing to win games, but they're winning games. Actually, shoot, um, while I'm sitting here and I can actually see it, the Bengals and the Browns, let me see, Bengals, Browns, in Baltimore, they have the they have a kind of a trap game against the Colts. I don't see them losing out on Monday night. But the Browns and the Bengals got tough ones. The Bengals has they have to go um against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay and that defense. <clears throat> and uh the Browns have to go against the Chargers. Jo- uh what's his name? Joe Herbert, Justin Herbert. I don't want to get his name wrong, but you know that quarterback over there—he—he—he's pretty good. He's pretty good. When we played them, I was intrigued, man. He was—he was nice. He was nice. Um, yeah, man. So we have an opportunity to close the gap with those two guys. Those two teams having pretty much tough battles, and us have a battle that we can possibly win. It's a tough battle. But we have to win it. And, the you know, we don't know what can happen with the Ravens game, man. It could be a trap game. Who knows? Let's say the Colts may know how to stop the run. Lamar going to have to beat him with, they, with his arm. And history would tell you that he got issues with that. But we all know, man. 
I, that's like the first time I ever looked at our <clears throat> divisional brothers, our little brothers. Like, oh man, this so like early this season. You know, normally towards the end of the season, that's when you like, oh man, yo, like what are the Browns doing? They lose the game. Oh, all right, we gotta get first, first. You know, that's regular. But in the beginning of the year. I'm saying like, yo, the Browns got they got the Chargers coming up. Uh, 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 Wilson ain't got a trap game, and uh, you know the the Bengals they got Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, uh, uh, man, we gotta win these games, man. But I'm not gonna sit here and sound like a broken record. I'm gonna end this one. It's a short one, man. You know, I dropped the podcast with DeAndra. Uh, episode 71 on Monday. Make sure y'all check that out. If y'all didn't, we gave out grades for the first quarter. We gave out awards. Yes, awards. A one in three team got some awards, y'all. But it's all good because we love the Steelers. And no matter what, we're going to reward them. It's not like, you know, they real, real awards. It's nothing. It's just like, hey, man, this is what we see. You know, hopefully everybody can pick up pick up the play. Um, <clears throat> also spoke about other things, too, man. Stella Nation, everything gonna be alright, man. Like I said, it's your man Kevizy. You can follow me everywhere at Kevizy, K E V E Z E. For those who don't spell well, you know I don't judge. Venture Season Network, Venture Season Network, Venture Season Network. Make sure you get in tune, man. We got Nick and 30. Yes, the NBA preseason is definitely on. I seen that last Nick game. I seen it. I seen it, man. Hey, yo, them boys look ready to go. Yeah, it's preseason, but. Everyone looked like they was ready to go. You know, if there's any Nick fans listening right now, make sure y'all check out Nick and 30. My brother, Dope the Phenom, a.k.a. Trippy OG, whatever you prefer. You know, he already dropped the podcast talking about the win and talking about the next game coming up, man. So make sure y'all lock in Nick's fans. And anybody that like pop culture, real life, um, spiritual anything man politics all that type of stuff man conspiracy theories make sure you tune in to the venture season podcast man hosted by taz sounds and chris sweezy those are my brothers right there it's the venture season network you know we got some things cooking up holla at us man but like i said man thank you for joining me if you still here right now listening <laughs> i'm not gonna let you just just sit here and just Say, yo, this guy really had me listen to all that. And he still ain't in the podcast? Say, like, nah, I'm out of here, yo. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>